Back at it again. It's it's Friday. Friday. Oh man, we're we're a day late here. Sorry about that. It's fine. Honestly, it feels like Saturday already. I don't know about you. Yeah, I I know you guys were were dying to hear this podcast, but here we are, only one day late. Well, we're we're here, and honestly, maybe the suspense was better because of what an episode. I yeah, I struggled pretty, through pretty the good first episode. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like I, I struggled through the first six. I'd constantly make errors in the Instagram post because I'm like, fuck. But but this one. <laughs> Coupled that with the fact that I just took a test at the beginning of today and all I did today was like catch up on stuff and then go to the gym and then play some Warzone in which I got one fourth of the kills. Man, you carried you you carried your team, huh? Yeah, well I got one fourth of our quad our our quad our quads kills. So I didn't I wasn't dead weight, which is good enough for me, because I I play like once a month. Not bad, not bad. But yeah, I feel like things are uh, starting to pick up. We we finally see Mion and Xion in the same place at the same time. I was starting to wonder if, hey, maybe they're they're the same person. I wasn't actually wondering that, but some people may have thought that, and I, I can think, see why. I think everybody doubted that they would actually be two different people, and then the the creator even rubbed it in our face by giving that like voiceover or like not the voiceover. It's like the Cuts out like the cut whole background. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, got you. Yeah, like even like Keichi in that in that example was us who who foolishly did not believe them that they were two people. Exactly, exactly. So that that was good. That was a good scene. I'm pleasantly surprised that it wasn't just me on trying to pretend to be more brave and take on another personality. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. I think we'll we'll get into more of this later when when we get into the recap. But yeah, it seems like Xion has like the personality traits that Mion kind of wants to have. You know, like the sort of more girly side of things, who likes dolls and cares for Keiichi and that sort of stuff. But we'll we'll get into all that. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing, I think it's just important to remember that. Up until episode five or four, they had been in like another timeline where everybody dies. And mm-hmm. then suddenly in episode five, it restarts back in like June, whatever. Today is June 18th, the day before the festival. Watanagashi and- Cotton yes. Drifting Festival. Yes, yes. The pro- we need to go to that. We need to go to that. Oh, I just got yeah. a notification that a helicopter crashed into Keck School of Medicine helipad, but nobody was injured. Huh, nice. Good Good to know. Um, yeah, Keck School of Medicine is USC's School of Medicine, for those who do not know. Um, but yeah, I, I think this episode showed that like the events in one timeline don't, don't necessarily happen in the other timeline, right? Like, Right, like Keiichi didn't know about the curse until right now in this episode and like the day before the festival. But I think in the last timeline, he learned about it pretty early on, like when he was talking to the cop. 
Mm-hmm. And then this time, the cop doesn't even show him. He, I don't even think he meets Keiichi at all. And then Tomitake right. doesn't meet Keiichi until that shrine. And then we actually get to meet Mio this time. And then Shion exists in this timeline. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe in the first timeline, she was just one person. And then in this timeline, they split her into two. Oh, interesting. Hot take right there. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Overall, seems like things are uh, starting to pick up, and I like it, and I'm into it. But yeah, it seems like it sort of alternates between like slice of life in the beginning of the timeline, doing air quotes there, and then as we approach the festival, things start to always pick up. Yeah, I think like looking back, I guess the first four episodes, first five episodes, four, first four, just had to be a little slower to build up like the whole thing so that that way the second time around they don't have to waste time with the school scenes because you already know that that's what they do at school they don't have to waste time with introducing the characters because you already know them and then it just builds that sense of confusion because you're like oh wait oh yeah that happened last time but then this time we don't meet them like we didn't meet tomitake on the street we met him here and he actually already knew who keiji was because he'd seen him a few times so right Right. And yeah, I think I think it gets more interesting with each timeline, too, because like we know everything that has happened in the past or in alternate timelines. Right. Like we already know what the curse is and stuff like that. Um, So we can try and figure out if there's any differences and stuff like that or what's what's changed or what new information are we getting with this timeline? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All right, so do you want to move? Uh, that's that's all I have from initial reactions. I just want to say I'm pleasantly surprised. So I'm glad it's, you know, we're only at episode six and it's already getting good as opposed to waiting until episode 22 out of 24. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like it's uh, it's definitely kind of like a slow burn type of show where like it gets better the more and more you watch. But yeah, it feels like things are uh, picking up around here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I like it. All right. Uh, should we move on to the favorite scene or should we move on to the episode's recap? <laughs> yeah, let, let's hit the recap and then jump into our favorite scenes. But yeah, I think it kind of picked up right where it left off with like the the townspeople ganging up on these hoodlums. And then mm-hmm. um, also this time the, the cop shows up as well. Um, but yeah, Shion pretty much pins everything on the thugs they get arrested or whatever taken away and all all is well. And then one thing I noticed when Xion and Keiichi were sitting in the booth chatting, um, he he called her both Mion and Xion in the same conversation. So like clearly he thought and maybe the viewers at that point thought there there was still just one person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a subtle point that I didn't make until his reaction later. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's weird. Why would he call him the other name when he thinks that they're two different people? But then looking back, it's like, oh, he did never thought they were two different people in the first place. <laughs> yeah. He was just like playing along with her. <laughs> right. Like, oh, that's cute. Okay. It's like, oh, you're you're the girly or more girly personality now. Got it. Okay. We'll go yeah. with that. <laughs> um, yeah. Going back a little to the when the detective showed up, he was like, hey, thanks for calling me. And then he points to like Xion, but clearly, like when you see Xion's face afterwards, she's like, yeah, I didn't call you. <laughs> and he was like, I'm <laughs> she, she had like the stink face going. She's yeah. big mad about it. Yeah. 
I will say, so one caveat, um, every time they do that expression where like the, there's a shadow over the eyes, I had always assumed that that was like suddenly evil, but then they made Keiichi do that too. And I wonder if it just means that they're too lazy to draw the eyes. Because <laughs> he it happened to him in this episode too. But he wasn't really? I don't know if I noticed. Yeah, there was like I think it was um maybe like in the the booth or something. Okay. Towards gotcha. the booth scene. It could have been pre- like a pre foreshadowing of him dealing with the the weebs or the otakus. <laughs> oh the otaku scene, yeah. yeah. So it's now it's the next day after after the the thug incident, but yeah, apparently they're doing some sort of dessert event. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess Keiichi promised Shion that he he would help her whenever she's in trouble because she helped him with the thugs. And then sure enough, that, that time to help came Classic. just the next day. Classic. Classic. Yeah, so I mean, basically, you know, that could that could be me and you um, anime version right there. The two the two weebs. They just got fat, got back from finishing recording the podcast, and they went to Angel Mort, and they purposely spilled some ice cream on their groin. They're like, "Hey, clean it up, <laughs> clean it up, clumsy." <laughs> All right, disclaimer: we would not do that. Facts, facts. <laughs> yeah, Keiichi yeah. goes and confronts them and gets gets his uh, stuff rocked right on the spot by this weeb. <laughs> There wasn't even a fight scene. It was literally just one, one <laughs> frame. <laughs> uh, I mean, but yeah, props to Keiichi. He goes up to him and he's like, get out of here, you fat pig, blah, 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 something. I don't know what else he said. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, dude then, then it's knocked out. Him. Yeah. The dude, yeah, he wakes up and it's like midnight. <laughs> Hey, but then he gets to go on a date with Xi'an because of because of all that. That's true. That's true. And so they go on the date. Xi'an's like, yeah, I'm younger. I'm younger and Mion's older. And there's some things I don't like about her. And then she says that again. She's like, there's some things I don't like about her. And then, and then does uh, covering the eye with the shadow thing. But yeah, she's like... Mion's rough around the edges, and I'm I'm more refined, as she said it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she's like, we get along well enough, but there are still some things I don't like about her. Yeah, then I, I guess in that moment, so Keishi still didn't think that there were two different people. So now he's just like, what are you talking? About? <laughs> he's, so like, he's like, you're you're really into this character, huh? <laughs> so so so. Before we go on, so there's this thing I like to do. So I've been working in the clinic for like two weeks now. We, we're in like the OMM part, which is like the part where we do a lot of touching the body and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so while the doctor is, he, the doctor doesn't like to talk a lot because he's busy like typing and it takes like a lot of focus to type as an elderly man. But Documentation is important. Exactly. As you very well know. And so, so it's up to me to like make conversation with a patient sometimes. So I found out this thing that you could do personally. I think it's hilarious, but like whenever they wear a shirt that has a name on it. So for example, like this woman walked in and she had a Calvin Klein sweatshirt on. So it had Calvin on it. You ask them after, after talking to them for like 10 or 15 minutes, then you ask them, Oh, so who's Calvin, your son? 
And then, and then you just look at them, and then you just straight face gang it, and then you look at the reaction, and literally, like, there's a <laughs> moment of panic in her eyes, and then you can see, like, the processing, and then suddenly the face softens, and she's like, oh, and then, and then before she can explain it, you're like, oh, no, I'm just kidding. But, like, you can see <laughs> all the emotions in their head. And so I did it again to a guy wearing a Chargers shirt. He was have, he had, like, a San Diego Chargers. So I was like, uh-huh. oh, who's, uh, who's Diego, your son? And then he did the same thing, but then he was so nice about it. He was like, oh, I must have mis- misheard you. Actually, yeah, maybe San does mean son in <laughs> Spanish. And he was like... Did you, uh, do you know that we have a, a Santa Monica? Maybe it could mean son of Monica too. And then I was like, oh, you're so nice. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even want to correct him at that point. It's like it, it was just a joke, bro, and not that serious. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was so considerate that he was like, oh, this this guy must not know what the Chargers are. So I'm just gonna, you know. <laughs> but here here's this med student. He doesn't have time for sports and stuff like that. Yeah, but my point is, is you should try that when you go back into the office one day. All right, one day I I will try that, and I'll I'll let you know when I do. Let me know, viewers. You guys can try that too. Let us know your reaction. Yeah, but anyways, right. anyways, at the at the end of their date, they they come upon the the game store that we saw last episode, where. Keichi won this doll and he gave it to Mion. But then coincidentally, Shion, who I don't know, maybe she knows or doesn't know about the doll already. She sees it in the window and is like, oh, Keichi, will you buy something for me if I ask you? And he's like, uh, okay, sure. And then she's like, oh, can I get this doll? And yeah, again, we don't really know if... She knows that Mion got the doll too, but it's the exact same doll. <laughs> and then Keiichi's like, "But uh, 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 t- he doesn't <laughs> already have this doll." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, "You're going too far with this." <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And, then, and then he opens up the door. I was expecting like a jump scare or a horror scene, so <laughs> I, I was already like warding away the evil spirits. But no, it was just Mion. And then she's like, what are you doing here, Shion? And then we finally see them in the same place at the same time. Mm-hmm. 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 So yeah, big reveal. Uh, I didn't write too much else about it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think all, all I wrote is what I mentioned earlier, that like clearly Shion is the more air quote here, girly or dainty one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mion's the more, as Shion said, rough around the edges. So I don't know. I think Mion tries to either be like her at times or I don't know. Maybe she's even jealous. I was, I agree with you what you're saying. I was also confused about that one part where she was like, I also brought that food to you that one night. And I was like, yeah. who, who brought it? Yeah, so did Xi'an bring the food and then Keiji gave the containers back to Mion, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, I have I no idea. I can't even remember why they brought the food. I think it was just a flirt. Ugh, these nice. 13-year-olds. Nice. All right, anyways, so then, then uh, we flash forward to another scene involving barley tea. I don't know what happens. Oh, 
They're setting up the <laughs> festival. I just wrote down barley tea. They're setting up the festival, and then Keiichi is like, oh, so tired. I'm and parched right now. <laughs> it's hot. It's the middle of the summer. I could go for some barley tea right now. Oh, wait. Isn't barley tea that stuff that they give us at like um, Beverly Sundubu? <laughs> Remember Probably. like at the, at the beginning? Like they, um, it's like, it's like that green looking stuff. Didn't they go out of business? Yeah, unfortunately, but that's, that's actually, yeah, that's what it is. So for your viewer, uh, viewers out there who don't know what it is, um, it's like this cold water that looks like it's like wheat colored and it's not completely opaque. What does it taste like? Um, I don't know. It doesn't really taste like anything to me. I mean, yeah, like it's, it doesn't taste like water, but it doesn't taste like anything at the same time. Right. It tastes like bread, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a slightly sweet bread. Right. Anyways. Right. So, so Shion gives him that cup and then right as she gives it to him, Mion walks by with two cups. <laughs> and then, yeah, Shion's like, Oh, Mion, why, why, why do you got two cups there? And then she's just like, oh, I, I was super thirsty. And then chugs both of them, you know, of course, because she can't afford to be the girly one here. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, that was a great scene. <laughs> and then, yeah. um, so then, yeah, that happens. And then she's like, uh. Oh, and then um, they end up meeting Tomitake and Mio, Mio for the first time. We find out Mio is a medical person. And she says something about giving Keiichi the biggest needle. She's not even smiling. And yeah, then, that, that, and, was, that was a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah, personally, I would not say that to somebody. But you Yeah, know. so I guess she works at the clinic. And as we know from the last timeline, and I think we can assume this, that the clinic even in this time, is still undergoing some sort of construction, right? Mm. And there are a bunch of boxes. Right. Suspicious boxes mm. and suspicious people. Indeed. So, yeah, that's suspicious. She is suspicious. She is from the town, I believe. Yet she has her reservations. I doubt we could like classify her with the townspeople that were with Xion when they were about to beat up the thugs. Right. Yeah, I think I think so like once once Mion leaves cuz like Mion wanted to take Keiichi to go get snacks or whatever, but Keiichi's like, "Uh, what curse are you talking about?" Mion leaves, right? So I think the people that are left, so it's Tomitake, Mio, Shion, and Keiichi. They're all kind of outsiders here, right? Like Tomitake doesn't live there. Keiichi just recently moved there. Um uh, Mio we, we don't really know much about her, so maybe she's an outsider, kind of. And then Xi'an, uh, she doesn't go to the school, which is a big, I don't know why, question mark for me. But yeah, they're all, all four that are left aren't like the core townspeople. Yeah, they're just weird. <laughs> yeah. It's a good point. It's a good point. Because yeah, I guess Mion is more considered a townsperson anyways, so... I don't know. It's also hard because it's like Xion was the one that led the, that led the townspeople on that potential assault on the thugs. So I don't know. 
like it could actually be that she's the most involved. So, but I mean, it's all speculation. I have no idea. Yeah, why doesn't she go to school? That, that's like the biggest question for me. Like, uh, I mean, does she go to a different school? I don't know. True. I, I would mean, assume not, there aren't very many schools in this town. That's true. Not to say that going to school will instantly grant you the road to success. It's just weird that her twin sister does go to the school. Is is all I'm trying to say. Right. I agree. Yeah. I mean, that's that is kind of weird. So who knows? Maybe she was just inserted into this timeline, and we'll never know. Maybe okay, yeah. I, we'll, we'll we'll never know. We'll see. Maybe we'll find out in a future timeline. Exactly, exactly. But continuing on, so yeah, Mion continues to carry her gun on her holster. I, I noticed that when you first, <laughs> when you said it that time, and I paid attention to it this time. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's, so, <But> then, <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But anyway, so they launch into the whole backstory. They're like, yeah, this shrine was the base of opposition to the dam. The dam would have flooded us if they had built it. So we were like adamantly against it to the point where like they started drawing them with devil eyes. They murdered the construction manager, and, like disbot- disembodied him, whatever. They they took up they took out all his limbs and to this day the right limb still can't be found or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Random. It's it's wild. It's wild. And at the end of it, Keiji still doesn't believe that it's a curse. He's like, where's the proof? Which is like the same as when he learned about it in the first timeline in the cop car. Like, mm-hmm. Oishi was like, hey, Keiji, do you believe in curses? And he's like, uh, not really, no. And he's like, okay, good. Here's the backstory. <laughs> so at least that yeah, part's exactly. consistent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, yeah, I mean, so that's a consistent feature of Keiji. So yeah, that's interesting. And then, and then he's like, "It must be somebody in Hinamizawa that's doing it." Da da da. Yeah. Who who is us? Have you played? Have you played Among Us? Who's I the have. imposter? <laughs> this is this show is Among Us. Like, who's the imposter in the town? <laughs> I hope they. That it's actually it turns out to be like a smart plot with this and it not just like some random dude i <laughs> i have a feeling that it will be a character that we already know and so i just hope it's not obvious like i i, I want us to be surprised i do hope they okay. introduce a okay. few more characters because right now the lineup is like very small to the point where it's like if they started making it obvious that one of them did it it would probably be obvious right yeah we have like the students the cop, Tomitake, and now this clinic person, Mio. Yeah. I think that's about it, right? Mm-hmm. We really don't have much else. That was a yeah. weep. <laughs> I don't think they count because we don't even know their names. <laughs> that's fair. I, I just felt a strange um, resonance with them. I don't know why. They would probably, I bet they would listen to Weepcast. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. <laughs> you're, you're right hopefully they don't <laughs> anyway so they also detail how the person disappears too so they're they're saying that they they for the human sacrifice they wrap them in bamboo and they throw them into the swamp and then they drown them and that's why the body is never found right that part i don't think we knew last time like that the town actually offered human sacrifices in the past mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah so 
interesting fact. And I think after that, they kind of just are like, let's hope for a safe festival. Right? Say, okay, see you tomorrow. Yeah. And then the festival day comes, right? And he's like, dang it, I can't see. I oh, know he, he doesn't say dang it. He says, damn. And I was like, oh, <laughs> good pun. Good pun. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, this time they're like, they're, he, he doesn't actually watch Rika's dance and instead gets pulled away from the dance by Shion. And then they start peeping on Tomitake and Mio. Apparently they're trying to break into the storehouse and then they they are found out and then Tomitake is like, oh, coming here to hook up with your girlfriend? And then she was like, aren't you doing the same thing? And then they're like, no, we're trying to break into the storehouse. You're now, you're now partners in crime, so why don't you come join us? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I mean, great scene. Uh, builds a lot of mystery. I'm a fan. I can't wait to see what happens. The good thing about this show is that at the beginning of each episode, it just immediately goes from where the last one left off, which is nice. So it's not like, well, it kind of is like a cliffhanger, but it's not like a cliffhanger where you have to wait for even longer. Right. Yeah. And I think one, one interesting thing to note here, like when they were talking about the, the storehouse and stuff. So it's like only the Furu day, which is Rika's family and like other close people are allowed to enter it. Uh-huh. But then, but then Shion was also like, I'm part of the Sonozaki family. So I have a good idea of what's in there. So I guess there's like, maybe those two, maybe more are like the, the top families in Hidamizawa. Yeah, possible. Very possible. But I think that there's also an interesting line that they, sh- uh, that Shion said, which was like, Hey, if you find it, int- uh, if you don't find it interesting, then whatever. But like, it feels like the fact that she has to say the word interesting and not like scary or whatever means, I feel like that means for her, it's almost like a game. And it kind of has right. been a game for her too, even like getting to know Keiji too, because she basically knows that Mion talks about him at least, maybe likes him. And she's like, oh, I think it'd be interesting to get to know this guy. And then now it's like yeah. interesting to find out the secret behind everything. So I guess that's her personality. We will find out next episode, I'm sure. Indeed. I think that about does it, right? They just left off as um, as at, uh, Mio opening the door and then them walking in. Yeah. With Tomitake keeping watch. Yeah. Good stuff. Great episode. IMO. Yeah, what was your uh, favorite scene? All right, so I have three. So the first oh. one was when Mion drank the tea. Uh, Double fisting it? Yeah, 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 that one. That was a great scene. The second one was when Shion, as they were talking about, like, hopefully nothing bad happens at the festival, they, like, flash to this one scene where it just shows Shion and her hair is, like, flowing. Oh. I'll find okay, it okay. someday. Yeah, but that was, it was like I a beautiful that. scene. And then the third one was when they said fight on. I don't remember <laughs> when they said that, but they said it. Yeah, I think they were like, Rika, fight on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Classic. What a, classic. What a great scene. 
Nice. Yeah, I think I think my my favorite was uh, the cut scene when it, like you said, dropped the background and they were explaining to us like, oh, there are in fact two of us here. <laughs> yeah, that's it for me. Only one. <laughs> Classic. All right. Well, I think that about does it for the episode. Let's uh, let's see what else there is. Yeah, you got any uh, questions of the week? Yeah, I do, actually. All right, somebody's here. I don't know what their username is, but they're asking, have you, do you have any recent recipes that you would like to share or interested uh, in teaching us about? Oh, recent recipes. What is this, yeah. cooking channel? It is. Um, this is a lifestyle let's podcast. See. You're right, you're right. We got we to gotta rebrand. Let's see. I guess one thing I like to make is a uh, chicken katsu, as you might Ooh. see in anime. How do you so, make that? I mean, it's pretty easy to make. So I think, or at least this is what I do. I just buy thinly sliced chicken breast from, from the grocery store, from Trader Joe's usually for me. Mm. Um, thinly sliced is a key here because like, you, then you don't have to like pound it and flatten it out, and that work is already done. So... Then you just take the chicken, you cover it in flour, then you dip it in an egg wash, then you coat it in the panko breadcrumbs, and then you just fry it, and then it's done. It's easy. Oh, there, so there's there, no like, there's no like huge vat of oil. I mean, I, I just usually use like a a pan or like a like a cast iron pan, oh. something that's a little little deep that you can just covered in oil at the bottom like you don't have to fully submerge the chicken like it can just cover the bottom half of it and that's enough to cook it so okay interesting oh and then you just cook up some curry on the side and run your rice cooker and you're you're good to go and like that probably tastes really good oh because of the rice with the rice cooker and yeah 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 Oh, okay. I'll have to try that. Yeah, because like the only reason I never tried it was because I think Ben made it once at the apartment, and then he just he was like, "Yeah, look at all this oil that I'm using." And he was just like submerged it, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm never doing that ever." No, you you can do what's called a a shallow fry. So you just do like maybe half an inch mm-hmm. on the bottom of the pan, or maybe a full inch. I don't know. Not uh, that much oil. Full inch. I mean, if it's a cast iron pan and it's like that much, it's it's not that much oil. Oh, okay. okay. And then you so just... What do you do with the excess oil? Or does it all yeah. go into the chicken? No, I just dump it down the drain. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't tell my landlord. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know if the, I don't think they'll have any problems with that. Anyway. No. Okay. That's a, okay. I'll have to try that. I don't have the panko and I don't have the breadcrumbs, but I do have bread. Or panko and breadcrumbs are the same thing. Oh, what's panko? Oh, breadcrumbs? Panko is like the crispy breadcrumbs. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, the, the, the more you know. You can, right. you can get everything you need from Trader Joe's. Okay, well, that's the or, problem. Or not sponsored. I don't have a Trader Joe's. Or, or any grocery store, I'm sure. All right, I'll try Target. Target? We're not, by, we're not sponsored by Target either. I don't know if Target counts as a grocery store. Target, I mean, Target has groceries. Right, but it's not a grocery store. It's like a square is a rectangle. 
but all not not all rectangles are squares. Wait, oh, you're saying Target is a grocery store, but grocery stores aren't supermarkets? No, I'm saying Target has groceries, but Target isn't a grocery store. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I'll I'll buy that. I'll buy that. I I'm not really loyal to Target or anything. It's just super close. <laughs> That's anyway. fair. Yeah, you right, got I'll, any recipes? Yeah, I'll tell you when it's nice and easy. So, you get one of those salmon fillets from Target or you know your other your local grocery <laughs> store. Yeah, and it's like nice and fresh. You don't freeze it. You just get it from the store and you cook it the day of because it's fresh. Of you course, you get your little aluminum foil. You make sure it's at least like two and a half times the size of the salmon. You yeah. crinkle up the edges so that it forms a little aluminum bowl that kind of it's like a little, little basket. Yeah, but it leaves the you leave the top open. Then in a separate bowl, you put sesame oil, soy sauce, some garlic, some ginger, a little pepper, and then here's the key ingredient: you put some honey in there. You put oh, like one four. I, I don't even have honey. Okay, well that's if you ever want to try this recipe get honey but you put like one fourth cup of honey in there and then you stir it all together and then you glaze it all over the salmon and then you wrap it you put it in the oven i forget if it's 400 or 375 but then you put it in the oven for shit i forgot it's either 20 or 30 minutes don't quote me and then after that after the time is up and you like see the little fat start to come out of the salmon like pieces, the white yeah. fat, you know what I'm talking about? Then you open it up, put it back in, and you broil it for two minutes. And then you take oh. it out. And then okay. it. it's super juicy. It's way better than any salmon I've gotten at any other American restaurant where they just like put lemon on it. And they put and just uh, fry it. Yeah, it's it's disgusting and it's so dry, it's horrible. But anyway, so this stuff tastes amazing. And then you could there's like excess sauce in there that you can use to dribble over the salmon too. So or put that over some rice or something like that. That sounds good. Yeah, definitely try it when you have um, you know, when you're when you have the honey. It's good stuff. All right, yeah. Yeah, I gotta pick up some honey, some aluminum foil, because I don't have that either. <laughs> And then, and then I'll be ready to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently, I don't cook anything that needs aluminum foil. Yeah, I guess I guess not. Okay, I'll get some panko. All right. Yeah. We'll 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 circle back here in like one or two weeks. Maybe a month. Maybe one or two months. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Let us know if you make it out there. Who knows? Yeah. Okay. I think okay. it's the time for our time. top top three bottom one yes can i you just want to kick us off this week yes can i also just add i have no idea how those reaser episodes would take so long i feel like we've talked a lot this episode and it's still only 35 minutes apparently there's just more to talk about in re-zero i guess so. oh and the, each episode was longer too so i guess that makes sense oh true. shout out to the beginning and ending song of higurashi the beginning song is growing on me and the ending song is not bad okay okay All yeah right. they today they like cut out the ending credits too and just like played the song over over the actual um scene so like we we got even more content i always yeah, like that, that that's a sign of a good anime mm-hmm. 
Unlike not afraid to cut stuff out. Exactly. Yeah. That means they went above and beyond to add additional content to the episode that went over the allotted time, so they had to get rid of that outro. So, props to Classic. the... Yeah, exactly. Alright, okay, I'll start off with the worst of the week. I put, collectively, the otakus as the worst of the week. Nice. Pretty, pretty disgusting what they did. It brings shame to this community and it makes me not want to hang this thing up on my wall anymore. It's because of these few bad actors that make all of us look bad. Ah! What's, what's hanging on your wall? Oh, it's just, you know, a three foot by five foot um, poster of what's her name? Amelia and Rem. (laughs) Got it for my birthday. I will not be Very afraid nice. when the girl comes over. I'm not taking it down. Never. No. Mm-mm. All right. So coming in at number three, I had to X him out. It used to be Tomitake, but I had to give it to Mion. Uh I just feel like she deserves it. She That's fair. chugged that drink. She's like denying her true feelings and getting overshadowed by Shion, but she still finds her moments to shine. So I like that. Number nice. two, I put Mio part, partly because of how she looks, but also partly because she's one of the plot drivers. She is just like whipping that horse and it's like, go, go plot. <laughs> and then number yeah. one, I put Xion. I mean, somehow Easy. she's come to dominate the whole Easy. episode, really. <laughs> yeah, there's like never a moment where she's not there. And she's also the plot driver. She's like, go, go plot. I like right. it. I like it. Okay. Okay. All right. For my my worst of the week, I put Mio. Surprisingly, oh, I feel like she she's a little little bit sus. I, I think she oh. has to go full full antagonist in order to make it into the top three. But until then, she's the worst. Mm, okay, that's fair. Three three. I got Keichi. He he kept his promise and tried to stand up to the otaku's. He got his butt kicked, but it's okay. It's the the thought that counts. Mm-hmm. And then two, I got Mion. Same same as you. She she chugged those drinks. She she's trying to act all kawaii, but also tough at the same time. I like it. And then number one, easy easy Shion. She she's been dominating the past couple episodes. So I don't know. Yeah, Indeed. like you said, she's driving us forward. And that one part where she's like, hey, what's wrong with linking hands? And I was like, oh. There oh yeah, add that into the into the Instagram post as as one of our top scenes. I forgot about that one. Sounds good. Yeah, there, there were a lot of good scenes in this, uh, this episode. I, I like it. Yeah, it was a good one. All right, does that about wrap it up? I think so. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Peace.